Welcome to God, Yay or Nay. I'm your host, Noor Kidwai. I'm here to find out how we grow, transform, and become our best selves. How we create meaning in our lives. Come join me on my journey. Welcome to another episode of God, Yay or Nay. This is your host, Noor Kidwai. Thanks for tuning in. My guest this week is Boss Labesque. Bosk is a mindset coach. He's joining us from Amsterdam, and it's a really good interview, so I hope you guys enjoy. Please check me out on social media, at Newer Kidwai on Instagram and Twitter, Newer Kidwai Comedian on Facebook. And please like and subscribe to the podcast. Give it a good rating. That always helps. We're part of the Comedy Here Often podcast network on 604 Records. And let's get into this week's episode. My guest this week, Boss Labesque. Welcome to another episode of God, Yay or Nay. I'm here with Boss Labesque. Boss, thanks for joining me, my man. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Oh, this is going to be good. You're out there in Amsterdam, so we have a little bit of a time difference. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we, we can make it work. It'll be fun. <laughs> it's not that late. I mean, it's 8 o'clock in the evening here, so that's totally oh, fine. Yeah. All right. That's a good time for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, let's uh, get into your story a little bit. I really do mm-hmm. appreciate it. Um, so you are like, what you do is like, uh, you're a mindset coach. You help people like change their mindset so they can actually bring change into their life, which is just goes so perfectly with the theme of my uh, theme of my podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And like, uh, you also started out in the financial markets and like you, ha- you have such an interesting story, but um yeah, maybe give our audience a little bit of a, like kind of a bio of yourself of like how you came to like into this business. Okay, I, it's it's uh, I'm, I'm I'm 48 now and and uh, this journey started uh, like 60 no 60 36 years ago. Uh, you know, I was 12 at the time. I had a pretty pretty good childhood and uh, uh, you know everything was fine and. And then my my mother died uh, of cancer, um, and she was my uh, my go to person, my soulmate. She was she was you know the the the, the person I trusted the most in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, while quite simultaneously, I was trying to figure out my sexuality, and you know, this was all happening to me, and I was uh, a bit oh not a bit, but I was I was questioning life. You know, it's like what is happening, and and. And did I deserve this? Or uh, why is this happening to me? Why is it not happening to someone else? What am I going to do with my life? How am I going to, how am I going to turn out uh, for the for the best? You know, or I'm a, what am I going to do with life? So um, going through high school and you know dealing with these two issues uh, made it, made it very difficult to to connect. Uh, with with my with my with my peers basically um, you know having a adults find it already difficult to have a conversation about uh, about loss let alone like two 13 year olds or like yeah. not an adult talking to a 13 year old is also I mean it's it's weird you know they don't know they don't know what to say so I mean, going through all that, you know, I went in, and then I went to university, and and life started to change. Um, it was just said I've been in, in in finance. I had a, I studied hotel management and I worked in hotels for two years. Uh, one year was in in 1996, and I, I was in China when China was still still uh, China and still pretty closed, or at least not to the metropoles like they are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. Uh, and yeah, as I said, working 100 hours. And I was like, if I'm going to do this, you know, if I'm going to continue this, I'll kill myself. You know, I'll be dead by 40. You know, who who, <laughs> who can live like this? So something needed to change. Um, I made a switch to finance. I became a trader quite, uh, uh, yeah, quite successfully as well Uh, but there was always this uh, this sense of not living a fulfilled life you know it was like I was transferring money and securities all over the world and um, 
yeah, it felt like living in a golden cage. And I, I, I wanted to break with that. So I, um, I resigned, took a two year sabbatical. I lived in Brazil. I lived in Australia. It was just, it was an amazing time. Now, looking back, that's also the time when I uh, started like my, my, let's say, real soul searching journey. You know, it's, uh, um, I thought when I took the sabbatical that I was going to do like a three month sabbatical and then I would know or life or the universe or whatever you want to call it would magically show me what I was going to do next. But um, yeah, I now know you need to do inner work to, uh, to find out what you, uh, what you want to do. I wasn't doing that during my sabbatical. So in the end, people started questioning me. It's like, what are you doing with your time? You're at the peak of your, you should be at the peak of your career. You're not working. You need to make money. Uh, yeah, all that kind of talk. Mm-hmm. And I, I decided to go back into, into consulting. Uh, and I created kind of a bigger golden cage. I mean, I was freelancing. I had a little bit more freedom. There were between assignments. There were longer periods. I wasn't working. And that was that was nice, but still not like where I wanted to be. So um, in that process, I started to exercise. Yeah, double of what I was doing. I was doing three times a week. I went to six times a week. I couldn't do that with, with the way I was eating. So I tried all kinds of different diets. I tried the, the, the paleo diet. Uh, I'm now mainly a vegetarian. Um, and along the way, I also started to reduce my drinking, which I gave up in 2000, I don't even remember, 16 or 17. Um, and that's, I mean, for my energy, that's just one of the best things I've, I've ever done. Um, I've been inspired along the way by, by various people. Uh, Byron Katie, I've done her work. I've been to her school of the work. I've done the work of uh, um, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. I've done uh, the work of Wim Hof, the Iceman. Um, and a lot of these things, uh, I mean, I will not always practice them daily, but um, yeah, that's, uh, um, they have a big, they're, they're very present in my life, uh, these, their, their, their tools. And I came also to a point where it's like, I want to, you know, I've, I've, I've gone through so many life-changing events um, and looking for, for balance, for more clarity. I have, yeah, so much wisdom about it, which I, which I can share and which I'd like to share with people. And that's what I'm doing now. And that's how I came into executive mindset coaching, where yeah, I see a lot of executives, you know, they're in the status of overwhelm and they want to create more, more happiness basically in their life. You know, they're, 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 they're pushed and pulled by so many things and people in, in, their, in their environment. And just by starting to create that, that, that balance step by step, you, you see a complete transformation um, in their lives. Um, and that's just, I mean, that's, that's just beautiful to watch. And um, yeah, it's an honor to be, to be part of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I like how you're saying, like when you're trying to find these, uh, like find a different change in your life or a different route in your life, you have to do that inner work because that inner work is where those answers start pouring out of you. Like, do you yes. kind of see it that way? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And it, it's your new you. I like one of the things, you know, it's like, uh, we all, we all have a sense of fear, you know, we fear to do things. And for, for, for one person, it's like, it's showing up for the only one is speaking in public. I don't know what kind of fears people have. There's, they're so, they're so different, but, um, you know, dealing with these fears, like, I mean, that's also like inner work, you know, getting out of your own way, uh, getting out of your own limiting beliefs or upgrading your beliefs and that's how you you know that's how you yeah you're gonna show up for what you wanna for what you want to achieve or for what i want to achieve and that takes bold sometimes bold steps i mean it was uh 
it took me it took me three years to to resign from trading because I was so attached to 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 like the the position I had and the money I had and you know when I thinking about what was going to happen you know I thought I was gonna I I I thought I was gonna lose everything and live on the streets which is I mean it's 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 ridiculous but you're playing that story in your head every time you want to make the decision it's like oh no no this is the best I have you know I can't I, I can't create anything similar like this ever ever again so let me let me you know you you become very attached to it yeah uh, so, honestly yeah. that like and like creating your that story like that's just a story you're telling yourself mm-hmm. if i jump out of this i can be on the streets and it's so based in fear and i think that's in anything honestly like i had i remember when i was doing comedy it just started off i like was doing jobs and like landscaping and stuff and i had the exact same fear like oh if i get out of this i'm gonna be on the streets there's like i'm just gonna have so much problems and stuff and like um, trust me i'm not making nearly as much money doing landscaping as probably you <laughs> in the financial markets um yeah but yeah you gotta like and those fears like they it's the same with like leaving a relationship too, isn't it? Like you have that fear of like, if I do this, like uh, I'm just never going to find anybody or whatever. And like, sometimes you need to like question these beliefs. Like, so yeah. Can you give us maybe a little bit more insight into like how you question these beliefs and like to make that change. And maybe even if there is like other examples in your life. With this particular thing, it was, I was basically, you know, I was, I was talking about it so much and uh, and I still remember the guy who said to me, you know, stop talking about it. You 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 act, you know, you do it, you know, you have to do it, you'll be fine. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So I called this was on a on a Sunday afternoon and I went back in that that uh, uh that Monday morning and I was like, I'm done, you know. And this was at the peak of the financial crisis uh and <laughs> that that made it a little bit more more dynamic or stressful but i uh yeah i did it and and like two months later i was sitting on a plane to to brazil and i was i don't know i don't know what happened on that on that flight but i was i couldn't stop crying i was just sobbing you know i was like waterfalls <laughs> and i was like what is this but i think it was like a build-up of like the fear that I, that I, that I had and that I wanted to, I wanted to, I needed, I needed to get it out of my system, you know, it's like, and also like I had built so, built up so much for this, like fear for the future, you know, and it's like, okay, but now the future is there, you know, and then it's like, this is it, you know, I'm just, I, this is what I need to do, or this is what I'm going to do. And you take it one step at a time, you, have no idea what is going to happen you know i was in that i was in that in that plane but you know i was i was arriving in rio i, I didn't know where i was going to sleep i didn't know who i was going to meet five days later i'm in a, i'm in a in a portuguese class which i didn't know before i arrived i i got to know i got to know about that school there um and that's basically, you know, you take a step, your horizon changes. You know, I meet, I, I, I've met wonderful people in that class who I'm, so I'm still friends with. Um, and that's, I mean, that's just, it's about uh, making, making the step, you know, doing it. And you're, once you take a step, the horizon changes. You make another step, the horizon, the horizon changes again. And just by going on um you evolve i mean i can give you another example you know one of the maybe the most profound limiting beliefs in relationships that i had was the one with my father you know when when my mother died i i was i was with my father and my sister and there was a certain family dynamic uh and i also you know i also had this like expectation of my dad who he needed to be and i i was expecting yeah more than he was and he was i mean he was he, he was he did he did his best really uh but i was like you know I, I wanted more from so i created this this imaginary dad in my 
in my in my life how he's supposed to be how he's how perfect he needed to be and it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't real it wasn't fair to him and it wasn't fair to myself so i have my my imaginary father here and my real father here and there, every time i was confronted with my father you know the the gap will get bigger and bigger and bigger and i was like up till a moment where it was like i was like my father is is such a bad guy compared to what i what i created in my head um that i i wanted to break break with him and um so i had to really let question this belief about what he should be and how he should act and what he should say and you know i was everything he was doing i was weighing on on like yeah i mean he couldn't do it right in my in my eyes where he he didn't do anything wrong really so i started really questioning that you know what is he really saying what is he really doing so basically i brought this image back down to 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 where he was and now i could like truly connect with the person that's in front of me and you know all the problems that i thought we had just evaporated you know he didn't he didn't do anything i did all the work uh mainly through 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 byron katie's work uh so i'm very i'm very thankful for that uh but i mean it was hard work for me to overcome these and question these limiting beliefs you know it's very easy to say you know he doesn't love me mm-hmm. but i mean look at yourself do you really love yourself you know i i didn't at the time and it was way more easy way more easier for me to project all the things that uh that i wasn't accepting about myself onto him he's like he's not accepting me and then i'm i'm not talking about the uh the gay issue only but uh, you know about about anything you know he's not accepting me he's not proud of me he doesn't love me but th- I, that was all me talking to me you know i wasn't proud i wasn't i wasn't uh accepting myself uh or at least not to the extent where where i wanted to accept myself uh i wasn't loving towards myself you know there's always this this uh this criticism or this 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 critic in my head that's you know we you know we all have that critic brain you know it's all talking shit all day long mm-hmm. um but the moment you start yeah i mean you don't really want to i didn't want to examine that you know it wasn't it wasn't me it was all all these other people you know where you know when you do the inner work and you do with these like call them inner demons or saboteurs or whatever the term is it's uh that's when you you start to feel free yeah no 100% and i like that like especially like it's kind of crazy like how powerful our mind is that like we can like just project our own issues onto somebody else and like project our own expectations onto somebody else but like mm-hmm. when you truly can just sit back and accept them from for who they really are that's when you actually learn the most about them and then you can actually appreciate them even more and like absolutely uh, yeah you have to get absolutely. your head out of that like putting expectations on somebody else is such a bad bad mindset and i think we all do it and you have to all oh. like kind of examine that right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's so easy to put these expectations on other people and then even get angry when we don't get it but you know it's like is you you have to get it you know you have to get it create it uh, resolve it or whatever mm-hmm. so um yeah and uh, yeah. i liked uh, what you were talking about going to rio like uh-huh. uh, I, I like that idea of like you're getting there and like a new horizon kind of starts and like um it this is a big thing about like when you bring change into your life there's so much uh, uncertainty that comes with it so you kind of got to train your mind and your body to be like comfortable in that uncertainty and understand what uncertainty is like having more uncertainty just means there's more like opportunities that like come out of that like the mm-hmm. more like certainty you have the less different opportunities so like when you can become comfortable in like a little bit of uncertainty especially when you do want to bring change into your life that just gives you more opportunities and like you said you went to brazil you ended up like 5 days later rolling into a class where you've made some lifelong friends and uh this was just the start of a new journey and uh it brought you to a happier place in the end right 
Oh, absolutely. And I mean, the, 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 the moment I went there, I had it like, I had it planned. I, I did, I was going to do one month in Rio, one month in Natal, and then one month in Fortaleza. But, you know, after five days, I already decided, no, no, they, I, I, all my plans went out of the window. And it was like, I'm going to stay in Rio. Rio is amazing. <laughs> I loved it. I mean, I really loved it. And that's, uh, uh, yeah, so it's also, it's like, you you don't know, you know, you only know when you experience and, and it's, there's nothing I know there's, there's there's people that love to plan and stick to their plan and keep control and it needs to happen the way they planned it. But um, yeah, I, you know, I've traveled, I've traveled a lot and, and like on my first big travel, I went to Indonesia and had basically all the days planned out, <laughs> you know, after day two, all plans were out of the window and we just went as we, as you know, as we saw fit and, and, we skipped parts of our trip or we added things to our trip. And that was just like the, 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 uh, yeah, the, 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 the most amazing thing about it. And that's, that's kind of how I try to live my life now. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a journey and it's, uh, um, it's all, it's all experience and it's all here to enjoy. And yeah. Okay. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll go through, well, life deals us bad cards, you know, uh, uh, some more than others, but it's, it's, it's how you show up in those, in those moments, you know, and how you do your work in those moments. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And sometimes it takes, it takes six months. Sometimes it takes a couple of years to, to, uh, to get over these burdens, but you'll, uh, and some things you, you'll never get over, but it's you know it's 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 choosing to be a victim or a victor um and that's you know that's a choice you can make every single day uh and of course you're you'll be pulled back into into victimhood uh once in a while but and it's okay to be there for for a bit of time but then you're like no you know i i choose to be I choose something else, you know, uh, this is, this is all I have. This is the best, this is the best I get, you know, it's it, it, the ultimate choice would be death. You know, if that's, uh, if, if not experiencing what you're experiencing, um, would you trade it for, for, for death? And generally, no. I mean, there are extremes where I can, where I, well, I don't know. I've never been there, but, and just by hearing some stories i can uh i can imagine you you choose for the ultimate uh but in general you know it's it's like you have always have a choice mm-hmm. no that's true um so let's talk about your yeah let, let's talk about your influences a little bit so i know joe dispenza and i know Wim mm-hmm. Hof very very well yeah, uh, Byron Katie, I'm. Uh, I don't know too much about. And like you were telling her, mm-hmm. she helped you a lot, uh, like uh, with your dad for one thing. So like mm-hmm. maybe give us a little insight into the what she teaches. Well, she is. Uh, um, she created this. Um, well, <laughs> I don't want to be disrespectful, disrespectful to her, but a very simple method to 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 question your, your beliefs. And she, she calls it the four questions. And it's basically, it's it, more, the first question is, is it true? You know, what you're thinking or believing, uh, you know, and that's uh, for, you know, the example I gave, he doesn't love me or she doesn't love me. You know, is it true? Yes or no. You can only answer with yes or no. Then the second question is, are you absolutely sure that it's true? And then the third question is, who are you when you're having that thought, you know, and then, and you, you meditate and sit with that, you know, and it's like you go on this roller coaster, uh, this emotional roller coaster. And then the fourth question is basically how, who would you be in this moment if you w- wouldn't have did that thought, you know, and that's like, yeah, in this moment, I'm having a conversation with you. I'm, I'm drinking a cup of tea, you know, this is the moment. I'm not like, like, the person that that doesn't love me isn't present you know he's not he or she isn't showing to me that he 
he he or she doesn't love me. You know, it's all it's all imaginary, whether it's it's the past or the future, but it's not it's 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 about ground grounding yourself with uh with the with the now basically. Mm-hmm. And then basically the 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 most powerful tools is like you you turn your beliefs around and then you see what appears. So uh, when you say, for example, he doesn't love me, uh, you turn it around into I don't love him, you know, and how what shows up for you then, you know, when you, uh, another turnaround could be I don't love myself, then you turn it towards yourself. Uh, or like in my mind, I believe that he doesn't love me. You know, what kind of story are you creating? And you just really like, kind of like meditate and sit with this and really question like, is this is this all true what I'm telling, you know? And it's like, most of the time it's not even true. Mm-hmm. You know, someone, someone, you know, you're, you go, you walk into the supermarket and the, the, the cashier isn't, isn't, friendly to you you know and it's you we make a whole story out, out of this you know and, and it's when you think about it you know are, was i friendly to her you know could i have been friendlier to her uh, or to him you know would that have changed uh, uh, the dynamic probably it would have you know and it's and and we we always make it about them instead of about us, you know. And even if she wasn't, even if she wasn't friendly to you, why would that affect you, you know? Yeah. Why is that? Why why are you hurt? You know, you're hurting yourself by walking into someone that's unfriendly. Accept that they're unfriendly. Don't bring it into you. Don't bring this negativity into you. Um, so you're basically unfriendly to yourself. You you're hurting yourself by, you know, by something that someone is doing without like even probably not even being aware that she's doing that or you know it's it's very powerful no that is a very powerful technique i I like that a lot actually and i I love uh like trying to examine the emotional state you're in when you have Mm -hmm. a belief i think that's very very powerful because not only does that make you more aware of your emotional states um it like makes you aware that your beliefs like fluctuate with the states as well which is such an important thing to really understand about yourself and like uh your beliefs as well and then yeah turning your beliefs around all of that stuff it just it's just such a good way of just dissecting your beliefs and um, yeah. really seeing how they affect your life mm-hmm. and like one of the things she said you know it's like you she has this she calls it the worksheet and it's like a, it's just one piece of paper and you can fill it in and you can work on it. And so every time you have like a, a belief that triggers you or you, you need to examine, basically, basically you fill in a form. And one of the things she said, it's like the moment you think that someone else needs to fill in a form, go fill in a form yourself, you know? That was, like, <laughs> that was like so profound, you know? And I was like, oh my God, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be filling in forms all day long. So it was like, I very quickly and easily let go about like, you need to do this or you need to do that or you should be saying this or you should be saying that. It's like, okay, you know, it's like, <laughs> that's funny I, I do think that's funny too you're constantly uh yeah that, that's the thing uh like uh, you do mentally a lot is like constantly like put it on other people and that's like uh it's a good empowering thing to be like no put it on yourself and come back to yourself and understand that this is you're you're causing yourself your own suffering and you gotta like deal with it yourself and give yourself why don't you empower yourself because if it is caused by you that means you can change it so it's the most empowering mm-hmm. thing then uh let's uh talk about uh joe dispenza then because like i know um like uh, you talked with him about meditation and stuff uh yeah maybe give us a little background into your meditation and like uh what happened when uh, you worked with joe dispenza on this i mean yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing, you know. I went into his work quite open. You know, I uh, I came across his work, and I hadn't watched any of his YouTube's, but 
someone told me you need to go. And I was like, okay, I'll go. And uh, um, so I signed up and you need to, you need to do uh, online preparation and you need to read the book. So I was like, oh, okay, I did that. So I went in and I knew there was going to be some meditation. Uh, and I had done a bit of meditation. Uh, well, I started meditating maybe a year and a half ago. But then I started with like five minutes and I was like, am I, do I need to go sit on the floor for five minutes and do what, you know, it's like be silent and be like this five minutes, you know, how long five minutes is. <laughs> and I was going on like this. So then, you know, I had to do like in, in the preparation, I had to do a 45 minute meditation. That was the longest meditation that I had done uh, up till then. And that was, I mean, that was a lot easier than the five minutes. You know, it's like, it's like I can do 45 minutes. I'll, I'll live, you know, I'll be fine. Let's see what happens. So I did the 45 minutes, but then I went to the event. And then we went into a four-hour meditation. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> Four hours. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's a lot of meditating and uh or meditation and i was like so but we, i did it i was fine um and then i was doing his, his meditations like on a daily basis um and then i decided to go to another event um <clears throat> but there we were meditating from 11 in the morning to no from 11 in the evening sorry from 11 in the evening till nine o'clock in the morning so that was like a 10 hour Wow. meditation straight <laughs> it's like yeah you know there was and that's um i mean he really he works a lot on 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 the, on the moment where you move from consciousness into unconsciousness into sleep so we were trying to like during these meditation all night long we were trying to to get into that state every time and 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 like try to prolong that period of that of that that transition uh, between uh, consciousness and unconsciousness. So you would fall asleep at, at certain moments, but then he would he would wake you up again, and then the cycle would start again and again and again. And uh, um, yeah, that's uh, and it was so. I mean, it was so amazing because we. Um, once we were done, we would have like in the morning, we would have breakfast. I would think I would go to my room for two, three hours sleep and then wake up. We was in Berlin, walk around Berlin a little bit. And then we would have a meeting presentation, an afternoon presentation. And then there was like, so we basically slept like two, three hours a day. And I was buzzing with energy. It was like, it was, it was it was it was cool it was such a wonderful experience it was uh um yeah it was like meditation wise one of one of the, the the coolest things i've done and this is also i mean you know what i what i did in brazil i met wonderful people i'm still connected with them here i am um i'm still connected with people we 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 meet bi-weekly online to meditate together and these people are most of them are in the UK. I'm in the Netherlands, but we do we just do it online, and we create an energy, and uh, uh, that's that's really cool. Um, yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, so I, um, yeah, I keep doing his work, not as maybe not as frequently as I uh, uh, as I did in the past, but I, I still love it. Um, but there's just. Yeah, there's, <laughs> I mean, there's not enough time in a day to do all this, this self-care. You can't do it all, especially when there's nine hour meditations involved. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, if you do, if you do meditation, gratitude work, you do the, the ice bath, you do, you go to the gym, you do yoga, you do stretching, your day's done. I mean, uh, yeah, there's, uh... you need, you need to work as well. So or I need to, and I want to work. Um, so um, yeah, there's also finding the, the right balance in, into doing all this um, self-care and the time you spend on it. Um, um, but I think I've, I have a good balance now. Mm -hmm. 
Then let's uh, let's actually then move over to Wim Hof then, because you just mentioned yeah. ice baths. Uh, so I've been doing this breathing exercise for a couple of years now, and it's just uh, I just love it so much. And uh, part of it is like cold therapy. Um, uh-huh. And uh, like, I don't know, I've, I've been doing uh, cold showers and I get pretty, I'm pretty comfortable with them now that I can like do a full like five minute shower, maybe, maybe three or four minutes, but like just in the cold. And it's like, I, I'm like, I can ca- like calm down my body and it's fine. But uh, I remember like actually like uh, when I went to the mountains in the summer, I went to the glacier water and I was like, all right. I'll try this. Like, uh, this is what Wim Hof does. And I jumped into the glacier water. I could like only last like a minute and I had to get out of there. It was uh-huh. insanely cold. Like it's not even on the same level as a cold shower. And like you do these ice baths. So like, yeah, how long did well, it take you to get comfortable in this stuff? How, um, how cold was the water? It, like it's glacier water. So that's all so I know. Zero is zero or maybe one maybe i don't know like uh, it was summer so it wasn't like the middle of uh winter but uh it was insanely cold (laughs) so um right now um well i do i I, i've done his breath and it's it's very uh it's i mean it's one of the was the most powerful breath i've done uh but that's something i would i would like to do more but that's not that's not part of my let's say daily practice or weekly practice. But I sit in um, in cold water three times a week, and the 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 rule I kind of uh, apply now is like one minute per degree Celsius. So if the water is five degrees, I sit there for five minutes. If it's four, four minutes. The water here now is between four and five. So it's, it's five minutes. Um, but yeah, that's, that's uh, for convenience reasons and, and it's free. So that's what I, that's what I do now. I've done the ice bath and that's, uh, I think I've done like four minutes in, in ice water. Um, and that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's also a form of meditation. I mean, it's, it's, it's very, um, it's, it's just, you know, yeah, it's, it's um, surrendering to the pain basically, or uh, because it's, it's like, it's like, feels like biting on your skin, the cold. And uh, um, it's just, you keep breathing through it. And then, uh, uh, um, yeah, so I do that now. Yesterday I did five minutes in five degrees uh, water, and uh, yeah, sometimes it's it's some days it's easier than others, but um, yeah, that's um, it's cool. But it's I think you know you it's not for me it's not so much in the uh, in the time spent in the water, but more about the uh, the time it takes your body to to heat up again. Or to get itself into onto the right uh, the right temperature, so staying too long in 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 the water, you know, it might you might be cold for hours and hours and hours, and that that, that I don't think that can be right. So I mean, I think maybe in about an hour or maybe two, your body should be really at a, at a normal body temperature again. Or at least like the sensation in your body that you're not not feeling that cold anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let the audience know for people who are wondering why the hell we're jumping in ice water or anything. <laughs> uh, like uh, this, like has a bunch of various health benefits. It's so good. For oh yeah, yeah. Inflammation and like you said, it's a form of meditation as well. And if you're doing this on like uh, if you're doing this as a practice, which a lot of people do, like you can actually learn to like increase your body temperature yourself. So like you can, yeah. with, you can withstand like actual, like uh, really extreme conditions and uh, be able to like have your body like withstand that, which is pretty cool as well. Yeah. I mean, it boosts your immune system, but it also, um, what I also find interesting is that, um, you know, at, 
like before I was doing this, I could also feel really hot at times. Not so like it's like, like uncomfortably hot. And now that doesn't really that doesn't really happen uh, anymore either. It's just like my body seems to be able to regulate its temperature uh, much better. Um, there's not really. I don't really. I was never. Re I never really felt cold, but um, I, there was more that I felt too hot, basically. But that's 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 not happening anymore. So uh, that's um, yeah. That's also like quite a change, I think. Um, yeah. So it's it's a it's a really yeah yeah. There. I mean, there is like this thing called brown and white fat uh i don't know if you are aware of it but the white fat is more around your organs and and is belly fat and the brown fat is is more around your your spine and in, in like in your like in your chest area and that's that's apparently uh used for in the process for um uh, keeping your body at the right temperature mm. uh, so when you do these ice baths and exposure to cold, you, apparently you see that that your balance between uh, white and brown fat uh, goes in favor of brown fat. Or, I mean, the, yeah, the 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 amount of brown fat in your body will be higher, and uh, um, that means that your body is is yeah is healthier for your body. So I mean, yeah, the the benefits are are numerous. Mm -hmm. uh, so also, um, let's talk a little bit about your sexuality. You mentioned on your mm -hmm. website, um, yeah, you said a phrase that I found very interesting. You said the process of coming out never stops. Yes. Uh, yeah. Do you mind, uh, like, kind of maybe uh, elaborating on that a little bit? Yeah, so um, well, I don't really want to talk for uh, for for other people, but the 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 feeling I have is, uh, you know, that the people think that you you come out once and then it's done. You know, you have you have coming out parties and and coming out day and I don't know what, and you just come out and it's done and dust it. But it's it's not. You know, you 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 might come out to your to your family or your friends. But you, that that just never, like you've taken the big hurdle. But you, you know, furthermore, you have to basically come out to every person that you meet, or you'll have to make a decision whether you want to come out to that person or not. And then there's a whole, there's a whole narrative behind it, or like you know, fear of being rejected. Um, because you you just never know who you're who you're who you're gonna deal with and how are they going to respond to it, what their beliefs are and what you know whether they whatever they believe for whatever reason whether it's it's religious or not I mean it doesn't really it doesn't really matter but it's uh, um, they're entitled to whatever belief they have you know I don't want them to change my beliefs so why should I be thinking that I could change theirs, but uh, even, and even, and those are, those are people in, in, in the minority, in my experience, you know, the majority has, re has reacted very, very positively. So, uh, but, you know, when, when you come out as a teenager and um, a lot of you know, a lot of these people grow up in in a world where it's not it's not the norm. You know, the norm is 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 a father and a mother and some siblings, and that that's it. So, you, when you realize that you're different, you know, you you create stories. You know, that you're gonna lose everything, or that they're gonna kick you out on the street, or whatever. Um, and um, you you basically plant a seed. That you know you, you that you that you will be re rejected, and you bring this on to basically every person you're gonna come out to in the rest of your life. 
And of course it becomes easier and easier and easier. But, you know, when you, let's say you walk into a boardroom, you know, with where it's very white male, straight dominated world, you know, or you walk into a locker room, if you, if you'd say certain things or they don't know about you, you'd be like, you know, what are they going to think? What are they going to say? If, you know, and sometimes it just needs one person to, to, <laughs> to, to change the whole dynamic of the group, you know, yeah. like one is like, it starts to joke and then, you know, the others hop on, you know, it's, it's, you're these, these kind of moments and you, you're, you, you, you threat with care and, um, yeah, you can say, you know, I don't, I don't give a fuck, but that's also like kind of protecting yourself. You know, it's, it's also not being, yeah, being vulnerable, you know, and that's, that's a choice you, you make, you know, with, with every person you meet and that's something a straight person will never have to do and good for them. But this, this, they're never questioned for their for them for themselves being straight. But I mean, I was talking to to a, a woman of color the other day, and she, uh, you know, what I realized that she's kind of doing a similar thing as I'm doing. You know, she's like, she's walking into into or meeting people in the corporate world, and there's always this this like thing in the back of her mind. It's like you know. Do they see me? Do they see me as a woman? Do they see me as a black woman? What do they see, you know? Or are they just, you know, are they not seeing it, you know? Or are they just accepting me for for whatever, whoever I am? And um, so she's doing her own coming out every time because she has, it's like you showing up for yourself and whether that is, um, you know, whether that's, being a woman of color or being a, uh, a white gay man, you know, it's basically, you just say, this is who I am. And you, uh, and you'll accept whatever is coming, coming back. Um, but yeah, that's not always easy. And that, I, and that just never stopped. So that's what I kind of mean with that. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes a lot of sense. And, uh, no, like, I appreciate you telling us that because uh, it's definitely a uh, perspective that's uh, good to hear. And, uh, yeah, no, it is, like, uh, that is something, like, uh, I guess, like, uh, I never even, like, thought about either because it is something I don't need to think about just because, like, no. I am a straight guy and I never had to worry about that. But I can now, like, when you explain it, like, just exactly like you did, I, like, completely understand that, uh whole idea of just like especially when you're in a group of people and uh if that ever comes up and you have to say that um i could see how yeah i can see how like uh vulnerable that would make you feel and just be like oh shit like do i want to say this right now and yeah that makes a hundred percent like a lot of sense man uh all right uh boss it's that time of the podcast i gotta ask you the question so boss labesque god yay Mm -hmm. Or nay? I'm a, yeah, I'm an atheist. And uh, um, yeah, when I, <laughs> when I think about these things, and I mean, everybody is, is entitled to, to their belief in their religion. But, you know, one of the things is like, we tell our, we, as children, we are told all these fairy tales about Santa Claus, and these men with their white beards and, and uh, I don't know. And then it's like after a certain time, we tell our children, you know, this is, these are all like lies. You know, we told you all these stories, but the one story we just keep hanging on to, and we'll never say, you know, that's a story as well. And to me, it's, it's, it's just a story. Yeah. Just- I'm a, yeah. You know, I believe in the universe or, um, you know, that's where we, that's how it's been created. That's where we came from. And that's where we'll, we'll go back to. 
Hey, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like uh, George Carlin's bit, like I worship the sun because I can see it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, what he says about religion, I mean, I've, I think I've watched that YouTube like, oh, I don't know. I, I don't mean how many times, but I just like, I, I yeah, he's, he's amazing. <laughs> I, I, I wish I ever had the opportunity to have, to have seen him live, but he's, yeah. He's so cool. Yeah, he was uh, <laughs> one of my favorites too. Um, all right, uh, boss. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, great to have you on. Um, please let anybody, all my audience, know where they can get a hold of you. And uh, like uh, you do uh, stuff over Zoom or, or over the internet, right? With people, you can help them out if they want help over the internet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I do most. I, I mean, even before COVID, I did most of my uh, most of my things online. Um, yeah, and it doesn't, uh, I mean, location doesn't matter. Uh, uh, time differences doesn't matter to me as well. Um, I have my website, which is uh, basslebesque.com, B-A-S-L-E-B-E-S-Q-U-E.com. And um, you can also find me on my LinkedIn page. Um, and all my contact details are there. And the first... Uh, first call is on me, um, and I'll, I'll make it a powerful, uh, a powerful session, and then um, yeah, we'll decide whether we're or I usually decide with my clients if we're a good fit, and then uh, and then we'll take it from there. Um, coaching is better to be experienced and then uh, than being sold. So um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, can't complain about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right so, uh, yeah that's awesome so bosslebest.com and uh, i'll toss that in the podcast description so if anybody wants to get a hold of boss that's what you do perfect i'm looking forward to it <laughs> all right uh, thanks a lot boss this was awesome thank you so much it was a wonderful to be your guest thank you all right that was another episode thanks for tuning in everyone Please like and subscribe to the podcast. Give it a good rating. That always does help. Check me out on Instagram at NewerKidY and all the other social media platforms. And my website is NewerKidY.com. You can check out my comedy dates and stuff like that on there as well. And you can check out all my comedy videos as well, which I really do appreciate. This uh, podcast is part of the Comedy Here Often podcast network on 604 Records. Give them a check out as well and you can see more podcasts from other comedians and uh, funny people in Canada. Thanks so much guys and I'll see you again on another episode of God Yay or Nay.